last month, we went full geek to discover what the heck is going on in the AI world and why the hell Google is so up in arms about chat GPT. Well, things move fast in the industry, which means that by the time we aired our last episode, most of the discussion around ChatGPT was already out of date. Podcast production schedules being what they are, we decided to air the episode anyway because, well, first of all, it's such a bitch to record, and second of all, it's still all anyone can talk about for crying out loud. And here we are again today talking about ChatGPT, so there you go. God, if ChatGPT were a person, it'd be that nerdy girl in art class who suddenly took off her glasses and dungarees only to turn into the hottest girl in the room. (laughs) Every day there's something in the news about this subject, which means that obviously the public has become obsessed. Just the other day, I tried logging into GPT only to be refused at the door by the digital equivalent of a bouncer with too much power in his clipboard. I tried waiting in the queue for as long as possible, but like every other self-respecting woman who's been refused entry into a nightclub, I left the queue, went home, and cried myself to sleep. I'm just kidding. But back to the topic at hand, last month's episode about how ChatGPT was going to be your future marketing assistant has kind of opened up a can of worms, at least for us. Since then, we've had people asking us if they could use AI to generate new content for them. We've also had clients who have already asked us to optimize pages written entirely by AI. So I've asked Joe onto the show again to explain why this is putting the cart before the horse. So Joe, just to summarize last month's episode, you mentioned that ChatGPT or AI AI-generated content is already out there and that corporations are using it, albeit with a big fat juicy disclaimer, so that just in case the information they push out is incorrect, negligent, or just plain old stupid, they can go ahead and blame the robots. So let's set the record straight. We know that AI chatbots like ChatGPT can churn out some pretty impressive content in a matter of seconds, but does that mean that we should be using it to write our content? Uh, in a short answer, no, I don't think that you should be using chat GPT or um, uh, generated um, large language models uh, output for uh, straight up content generation just yet. Okay. I think it works, uh, still works very well as an assistant. So again, you can uh, use it to help you. You can use it to help you create ideas or to summarize things or to create mm-hmm. titles or help you create uh, meta descriptions. Or in the case of large websites where you have like an e-commerce site where you've got a lot mm-hmm. of product descriptions that kind of need to be uh, unique, um, it makes those jobs a lot easier. But I think for like kind of long form content, it's um, not not uh, brilliant just yet. Um, again. Uh, it is just rejumbled uh, words. So okay. you're never going to get anything completely unique from it. Yeah, so although it's, it may sound good and it's uh, everyone loves quick and easy, um, <laughs> it's not quite there yet. But, you know, in the future, um, who knows, it may be. Okay, okay. Um, but maybe I'll ask you this later, but when you say you can use it as an assistant, I'm curious to... If- know what you mean like where do you draw the line like how much does it help you or how much does it do versus how much do you do um like do you get it to write the page for you and then you heavily replace what it's saying with your own words or i think that comes down to the writer and and what um they feel comfortable with and what they feel um the quality of the output is okay um i think if you're if you're a writer then you take pride in whatever that you uh, send send out into the mm-hmm. world. So I think as using your own judgment, are you proud of what you are, uh, what, what, what you have produced or are you not? Do you think it's, you know, 
um, generic or repetitive okay. or, you know, could you make it better? Um, I, I don't know. An assistant, if you're struggling with ideas, I think um, for something like that, then it can uh, kind of get the creative juices flowing, okay. I guess. <laughs> Um, and then once you've got that, then you kind of take over using your own um, your own brain um, to to write. But uh, yeah, and I think there are a, a lot more tools coming out to mm. to kind of cater for the the creative writing space um, and things like that. Oh, okay, um, I mean, but based on I I believe that we are running tests with AI right now. So what are we seeing at the moment with AI generated content? So we have been running generated content for, or personally, we've been running it for well over 10 years. Um, so there's nothing kind of new with um, this this kind of uh, generated content. Um, obviously, it's gone through stages where there's a, you can say, a lot of um, taking it from kind of spinning where you take out single words and replace single words yeah. to synonyms or you know that kind of thing or um, mixing around sentences and you know that kind of uh, generated text or using things like mark of change trying to predict what the next word would be they're very very um, old concepts okay and they've been heavily uh, tested um, in, in you know years and years um, whether they get into the index whether you can uh, once they're in the index can you rank them and things like that and you know you can produce literally millions of pages of of this kind of content and there are many tools that will um you know go out and do that for you um this is uh i think the next one that came through was the paraphrasing part of it where right. you can paraphrase very well mm. um you can take someone else's uh copy and paraphrase it and then pass it off in in pass it off and get it then get it indexed in google and you can even rank that as well okay um to now where you can um generate whole articles where you can just you know at a click of the button um say i want an article on this and it will produce it for you mm-hmm. again um i mean you can get it indexed can you rank it most of these things you need to be very um you can't how to say this you can't rank straight up human content what, um, what do you mean by that generally straight off the bat like if i just went up to a random person and said could you write me an article on um uh, old school skating. Yeah. Um, would that content then rank in Google? I don't, you know, probably not. It's the same with uh, GPT three or uh, GPT uh, Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, it can produce content on it. Okay. Um, whether it's SEO, you know, SEO'd content is a is a different question. Right. Um, you know, does it use the language? Does it use the right? You know bits and pieces here and there yeah but so so for tests you know we, we can see we can index it with no problem um we can rank it as well if we go in and seo it um however we again we don't recommend doing that just because in the future you never know what what's going to happen with it well that's what i was going to ask from an seo perspective why shouldn't we be publishing ai content right now this is all in the context of at the moment because i know this thing is evolving so quickly but at the moment why is it why don't as don't why don't we recommend it as an seo agency number one it's mediocre content (laughs) okay fair enough you know if you are if you want to be a leader in your field Mm -hmm. 
then you don't want mediocre content on your website. Okay. Um, because that's what you know. That's what you are presenting yeah. to the public is yeah. a is a isn't going to say half ass bit of content. Um, which which you know you don't want you don't want to present that to the world. Right. Um, you want you want to be an expert in your field, and so you would want to pro- produce expert content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Um, unless it's something, uh, unless it's something large, uh, you know, larger websites. Again, going back to e-commerce, something like that, where it's product product descriptions, something kind of not generic, but no thought has ne- has been needed to put into right. that. You know, as you're describing a product, and you need to do them on, you know, a lot of SQ is whatever. But you know, you're yeah. going to do thousands or you know, two thousand them. Then it might be a good idea to to come up with a template for that. Okay. Um, but there, there's nothing changed with that as before the e-commerce you would have a template anyway and then you would just f- change out the words now with um, chat GPT or you know uh, uh, GPT 3.5 uh, the API you can uh, hook that up and actually not just use a template but change out that template to uh, to sound a little bit better okay the other thing that's come up a lot is this whole idea that if the content passes some kind of AI test tool then it should be okay to make it public so is that what's the deal with ai detection tools <laughs> so google put a research paper out um i think like two years ago or something okay. like that so basically they were looking into how to detect uh, ai content uh, or or content by or content generated by mnls yeah um and so what they found is okay yes they can detect it um it's no no problem with that. They also found that um, they can identify low quality content, human written low quality content by using the same thing. Mm-hmm. So what might have happened is that they've used that and over the years progressed on it and it has turned into what one of the uh, latest updates was called the helpful content update, right. um, which did hit AI sites like pure generated AI sites. Um, but it's probably not an AI um, not against AI, it's probably against um, poor quality content or, you know, unhelpful content. Um, that's one possibility. Um, but anyway, so Google has the, the ability to detect AI content, mm-hmm. whether they, and, and, and they do uh, classify all of the content, whether it's helpful or unhelpful. Okay. Um, the tools that are popping up at the moment, I mean, OpenAI have got their own um, AI detection tool out now. Um, large like plagiarism tools, copy leaks. Uh, they yeah. also have the one. Um, they've been uh, they've been around for a very long time. I mean, there's a lot of free ones uh, like uh, Glitter. Use basically they look at the prediction of the next token. Okay. So oh, yeah, basically, yeah. the way that yeah the way that uh, GPT works is that it, it kind of splits. Um, <laughs> words into or sentences into into little tokens so about three three to uh four spaces uh, four uh characters so and then it tries to predict what comes next mm-hmm. um using a massive um uh information um and what the detector does is it looks at what the predictability is of the next token so if you are if if you're writing at kind of like a <laughs> a very predictable way it will be able to pick up on that mm-hmm um, and at levels where you can only constantly write at a high prediction, um, most probably means that you are using an AI. Or you have no imagination. Um, <laughs> Sorry. 
Well, no, you, but it's 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 not imagination. It's like it, it's how do you describe it? It's like okay, if you have the word maybe we can or something, mm. it will split up in M A Y, and then it will look at all of the other content that it knows about and look at the previous sentences and try and predict what's next. So you might have typed in M A, but then it will then predict the next letters would be Y B E space, um, and so it's not exactly the words, but it's the the, the tokens. Mm. Um, yeah, and so it's not really about being creative. It's just about the the, the predictability of the next token. Okay. Um, and nobody can write. Human human beings. There's a there's a very large dis, uh, gap between what humans write and what uh, AI write. Okay. Um, obviously, that can be faked and um, changed around right. quite easily. Um, but. Uh, at the moment, most of these tools would work off of that. With everybody using ChatGPT, there's been a lot of um, AI detection tools popping up as well. Things like uh, Originality AI and, as I said, OpenAI brought out their own one and Hugging Face uh, uh, have also got theirs. Um, but again, none of these are Google. Mm-hmm. So even if they do put the pass this test, it doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> Oh so, God! Um, yeah, so a lot of these, uh, okay, a lot of these companies are probably um, profiting off of fear of yeah uh, Google slap, I guess. Um, just because something passes uh, some made-up test doesn't doesn't give it any more credibility than than any any other bit of work. Um, but I guess it's trying to keep your writers, I'm not honest, but trying to keep your writers honest. Okay. Like if you can definitively show that this is AI generated content and they've sold it to you as human written mm. researched content, then obviously you're going to have an issue with that. Right. And uh, we struggle with that every day. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple of other tools out there that um, force writers to use um, a, a bit like Google Docs where you have a history, but this one's a bit more precise where you can... Um, literally ask your ask a writer to write in it so you can see every everything that's been typed so it's, it's a bit like a, a keylogger um, and then he'll give you a percentage of what has been copied and pasted into oh, wow. a document um, and then then he'll give you a certificate to say that you've written it all out mm, um, again come to this a bit too much and I think uh, I don't think writers would stand for that I think that's way too much <laughs> Um, it's like screenshotting, um, you know, those time yeah. timer things where they screenshot people and things like that. I think it's uh, that trust part is is uh, gone a bit too far. Right. Also, it's so easy to to fool because you can just have two screens and you just type out whatever the AI says, and then you've passed it hundred percent. It's a bit giving uh, people pointless. tips. <laughs> <laughs> what well, yeah, but so, so yeah, I wouldn't put much. Um, I mean, if you're paying for a writer to write something mm -hmm. and you say, oh, I don't want AI content, it's great for that. Um, you push it through here. But I wouldn't be paying for it. Um, things like, again, OpenAI have one that's free. Um, CopyLeaks also have a version that's just free. And uh, Glitter, um, which is probably what most of the other ones are based off, Okay. is also free. So um, I would just check out those and run content through there. But again, if, it's, if you're not writing or you don't, if you're not publishing it for Google, um, then there's no reason why it can't be AI content. 
I think you know. the reason why I asked that is because a, a few customers have been like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It passed a, an AI test. It's it, like it didn't get detected or whatever. And we're just like, well, you know what? I'm not sure if, there's, if that's the point. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and again, it doesn't. I would say this. It's, it's also about the quality of, yeah, of the content yeah. that goes out. That more, like, that's more important, it, right? Yeah, yeah, like if it's if it's assisted, like okay, that you've been given some suggestions by AI yeah. and you've researched it and written it, and it's a good piece. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if like three or four um, parts of it come from AI, mm-hmm. um, as long as it's a, 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 I suppose helpful. I think is the the, the term that oh, people yeah. want to use. But even just just Chat GPT is is all the information you get is two years old so clearly if you're writing about something that has like a very uh quickly evolving technology you don't really want to rely so heavily on that anyway sorry i just thought of that um yeah well the age thing is 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 difficult now with like being chat yeah. and things like that where they have put out um, sources and things like that then it becomes less mm-hmm. of an issue um but yes you're right it is old it's also um uh, repetitive yeah so yeah. maybe if you ask it the same question or you ask it to write an email you might suddenly be starting to write um using the same sentences again and really again funny. Um, yeah and you start off all your emails with this so i hope you're something i hope something. this email finds you well I hope this email <laughs> finds you well <laughs> um i think you and i talked about this subject probably less than a month ago um, and it just seems like we can't avoid the subject of chat GPT in the news or just AI-generated content, especially now that Bing has its claws in, um, well, just AI-generated content. So what exactly has evolved since we last spoke? Uh, I think I think by the time it aired, it was already, a lot of the stuff we were talking about was already, is already old news or wrong. Yeah, I think, um, I think we spoke maybe the day before Bing brought out their, <laughs> their uh, integration. Um, so, and I thought, oh, Google are going to have to respond, and Google have responded mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. with their version. So they have Bard, which is based off uh, Lambda, and they just brought out, or they will bring out something called Calm, or they they uh, they wrote a paper or a blog on something called Calm, which is basically one of the issues with um, generation of you know LLMs okay. uh, is the speed and how much data you know how how fast they are. And how much uh, data they can kind of get through, mm-hmm. and this new thing is going to change the amount of text that they can, um, or how fast they can produce uh, text. So I think as soon as um, it goes on something like Bing or on the front page of Google, it's going to have so many users that it's just going to not fail, but um, have have issues um, just with 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 scale. Like uh, Ed, you know, suddenly it's going from zero users to um, a million users as, as OpenAI did and uh, you probably don't know that but OpenAI had a lot of scaling issues mm-hmm. with servers and things like that okay. and uh, I think Bing obviously Bing don't because they got, got the backing of Microsoft right. well they, you know they are Microsoft so they have their servers and, and can scale with should be with ease okay um, so yeah but since we spoke yeah Bing have brought it out uh, on beta they've had a lot of issues with it um, it I don't, I don't know if you you probably don't remember when the GPT two came out. It was very very rude. Oh, I remember you telling me about that. Because um, <laughs> um, originally it was trained on 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 links coming yeah, out of Reddit, okay. 
and so there were a lot of um, yeah it's not yeah it was really rude about people about things and and I think some people have been able to show screenshots or videos of being uh, yeah. GPT being rude right. as well you know that kind mm-hmm. of thing so they're obviously having issues with it um, but one of the things um, is that uh, ChatGPT is slightly different from the other ones is because it's it's uh, got reinforcement learning. Okay. So it, it basically it's got human intera- human um, uh, interaction, not interaction. Um, if hu- humans resp- uh, mark or grade and right. pass it back in. So um, there is actually a little bit more of a human element to it than, than just straight up GPT-3. Uh, uh, so over time, um, it will get better. Um, or you know, or worse, depending on how, <laughs> who is giving the feedback. Because again, people giving feedback obviously have their own biases as what's good, what's not good, and things like That's that. True. So um, uh, eventually, that would that might get built into it. But we'll see. Okay. Um, OpenAI is charging, um, so <laughs> they are oh. now charging for premium a premium version where you don't have to wait to log in and things like that. So they're coming. Um, yeah. So they've. They've tried to, or they obviously uh, now are uh, very much a for-profit uh, company. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the API users for their, um, I don't know what was going to happen with that because they will bring out um, ChatGPT as part of their API package. Um, okay. But then if you're already paying for the premium of it, do you then still, it'll probably be a lot cheaper just to use the API. Oh. So why would you do both? Um, so I'm interested to see what happens with that. What else is new? Everyone's taken advantage of it. Or people right. who are quick off the mark of taking advantage of it. So you'll see a lot, a lot of content being generated now, um, a lot of courses on ChatGPT, and a lot of um, <laughs> courses about ChatGPT created by ChatGPT. Um, I'm sure you'll see a lot of books who are co-authored by ChatGPT. Um, <laughs> uh, some people give it credit, some people don't. Um, again, they are looking at watermarking or trying to watermark um, content generated by it. Um, oh. So you can't pass it off as your own, but again, it's easily, or it should be easily, um, circumnav- circumv- circumvent, circumnavigated. Is it all only? Is ChatGPT only available in English? I mean, translation has been there for ages, and it has been a technique um, which true. has just recently been um, changed. You know, basically, you can take sites, translate them into a different language, and put them up as new content. But now that Google is very good at translating. Um, you, you might you, you might not get away with it, right? Um, but uh, but there's so much kind of stuff going on with translation of things, and I've seen some very good uh, film uh, translations. Um, so I'll show you a clip of that. I uh, maybe are you talking about um, subtitling? Well, it's not sub. It's not subtitling. It's it's basically um, using. It's, it's a bit like oh, yeah. where you can change the the, the mouth. Um, yeah, of, of the crazy. film so you can uh, so the wording goes with the lips and then they can change the language into the same voice as oh the actor God. has so in the actor's voice in a different language and moving their lips at the same time wow. so you won't ever be able to tell what language a movie has been made in that just goes to show this thing is moving so quickly or maybe it always has moved this quickly but because it's become quite public or quite mainstream that we're really just dialed in and and paying way more attention now than we ever have before. Um, but yeah, that's it's amazing how quickly technology evolves. 
So according to ChatGPT, it's available in English, Spanish, French, German, Italian, Portuguese, Japanese, Korean, Chinese, and Hindi. Wow. Whether that whether that's true or not, I'd have to actually <laughs> oh, wait, you Google asked it. it. <laughs> I have a question. What's what do you find is so far better to use Bing or ChatGPT or Bard? So Bard hasn't. You wouldn't be able to get access to Bard at the moment. Bing is very difficult to get access to um, unless you <laughs> want to download their. Uh, their um, app um, uh, so I just use ChatGPT um, Bing I don't think the results are very good um, just because if you go to Bing search then a lot of it is there'll be maybe one organic listing oh. on a page so most of it will be trying to you know videos or suggestions yeah. or maps or uh, I find it very difficult to use okay so you know, Bing versus Google, just a straight up Bing, you know, I, I'd still go with Google. Um, yeah. Um, but that's why it's still number one, because it does, although a lot of search terms do come up with uh, a lot of nonsense, um, it's still better than, it's still better than Bing. Um, oh, that's a good saying. But, better than Bing. But, uh, yeah, just for results and things like that. Um I don't know, you know, yeah, so that's for me. Um, I, uh, Bing have, you know, they integrated their uh, their um, uh, citations and things like that. So, and it'll be interesting to see how ads are sold in the future. Okay. You know, whether they'll have, they'll try and input citations from websites or they will say, oh, from this website. Uh, you might want to consider this website because they know more about um, protein shakes than anyone else. Um, and then you pay for that that link at the bottom of the, 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 the chat. Okay. Um, or maybe you can ask them about that. Um, uh, maybe you can even do sales on it. It'd be quite good. Careful wow. Uh, I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. But then when Google actually bring out something um, that can respond and don't mess it up... Um, <laughs> I don't again. I don't know if you read that thing about Google's advert. No. About their response and Bard and things. They their big ad campaign, um, showing well. off what Bard could do. So they, obviously they had the um, yeah they uh, they had a big talk which wasn't a it wasn't very thrilling to watch, but um, they 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 advertising Bard and how you know how it would respond to questions of you know factual questions like I can't remember what the thing was like how far is the moon or something or yeah something like that but then um in the in the printed version the answer was wrong <laughs> oh. um, and so yeah so they were pushing it all out and saying yes we we are the trustworthy source of information and we will use this uh, our our uh, ai to give you trustworthy information and uh, yeah the image next to it was uh, completely incorrect not completely oh, incorrect it was embarrassing just... so yeah Oh, God. Well, there you go. I guess everyone needs to fact check still. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for clearing that up for us, Joe. We really appreciate you coming back onto the podcast again for second month in a row. So, listeners, February's episode was a bit of a short one, but clearly the topic of AI is too hot to ignore. We still expect some of our clients to try and sneak some AI content onto their site. You've been warned, but we totally get how exciting it is to play with a new toy, especially one that talks back and sometimes rudely. 
We will be leaving a couple of resources in the show notes as usual. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Geeky Tech Geeks for all things SEO and advertising related. And lastly, listeners, just a small favor. If you like what you heard today, be sure to subscribe, like, and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's it for now, folks. Peace out, marketing geeks. Thank you.